Welcome back to Optimistically Salty. My name is Tracy and today we're going to talk about the rise of the tribe. Welcome back. Alright, this is a super special Sunday edition of Optimistically Salty. There's the possibility of dogs barking, children interrupting, or random house noises. But hopefully I can keep it short and sweet as always. Today I want to talk about the rise of the tribe. I see this post on social media. They're all kind of the same. It's like two girls dancing around a bonfire on the beach wearing ponchos with glorious wavy hair. And it's like, find your vibe, find your tribe. Part of that message is so accurate to me. I love it. And part of it is kind of misleading. So for me, when I think of a tribe, I think of that as being a quite a large group of people. And that's not very realistic, especially in our interactions in society today. So... There's good and bad that comes with being part of a tribe. The good things are the connection that we are so desperately seeking as human beings. The bad thing about a tribe could be that there's no place for questioning. There's no place for empathy. And there's no place for new ideas. We have this turn of tribes happening right now that are political and social. And... I call them hate tribes in my own world, where it's a group of people who are banding together because they hate or dislike something. And the problem with that is that hating together is never the right answer. You can't grow as an individual person if you're spending your time with people who are spending their time hating. It's just not a place for growth. It's not a place for healing. And the reality is you also have very little in common when you're in one of those groups. Being upset and angry and displeased and disgusted by something is a reaction. It's a feeling. But the reality is your whole life is not necessarily something you have in common with anybody else in this tribe. I feel like social media is a really good platform for hate tribes because I see a lot of posts about how you can hate on these different groups. And I see it from both sides, which is completely bizarre to me because they don't seem to see it in each other. (laughs) They're doing the same thing by hating on each other instead of trying to empathize and understand and question. But that's what happens with the tribe. You foster fear instead of seeking growth. One of the other things that I see that stands out to me clearly now, because I just finished listening to little Brene Brown on the side, she's a shame researcher from Texas and has written several books. If you search Brene Brown, you will find many, many things out there for her. But one of the big things with these groups and these tribes is that they use shame tactics. And man, oh man, shame works. 
Shame works very well. If your parents are ashamed of you, that hits something so deep, you don't know how to handle that and process that usually. That brings up feelings that are scary. And as I like to quote Breakfast at Tiffany's frequently, the angry reds. You're angry and you don't know why. Well, you're angry because somebody shamed you. And you don't know how to process that because we're not a very evolved culture when it comes to our emotions. I spoke with several family members over the past few weeks and I've been listening to these stories of interactions and things that have happened and I really started to think about the family dynamic and shame. And I'm thinking that families who have raised their child thinking that shaming is an okay way of treating people are now adults out in the world shaming others for their beliefs. And it might be something silly to you. It's a lack of respect at home in that it's okay to call somebody names and really treat your siblings awfully. And I think that that starts the ball rolling pretty young. And it's interesting, too, because we try to find a tribe within our family, and that's not always an option. Because just because they're family doesn't mean you actually belong with them. You grow and have your own ideas, and you may find that you don't fit with your family. And it's really difficult with siblings as you get older because siblings know your oldest hurts. They know the deepest cuts. They know the right words to say to really trigger and hook you into an emotion that you haven't experienced in 20 years. So when we're looking for that tribe and we're looking for that vibe to find your tribe, the part that I really support is the finding your vibe. And I know that that's kind of hippie speak for these days, but for me, finding your vibe is finding yourself within your spiritual life, your mental, your growth, and within your physical life, your body. So finding and connecting those things for yourself gives you a wholehearted way to approach life and gives you the opportunity to find belonging instead of a superficial relationship. So finding your vibe, find your tribe. If you can find yourself and if you can let down your walls and find someone to be with, that is how you will find your people that you belong to, which I think is really what we are seeking. We're seeking belonging understanding, compassion. We need somebody in our life who knows that we're just doing the best we can. I believe a tribe is too big of a goal. And the reality of the way we live our lives and the way we are trying to build relationships, that you will be lucky to find one or two people that you belong with. We have a habit of meeting new people and painting over our idea of who they should be on them and making them that person in our lives, even though that's not really who they are. So taking the time to really know yourself allows you to meet others without putting expectations on them, without filling them into your life as being your person that you need to fill some gap. 
So finding those one or two people that you truly belong with and can vibe with. You might be a tribe of two. And that's perfect. As promised, short and sweet. Thank you so much for listening. I have been so excited to see a tremendous amount of growth. A few of my episodes really took off in the past week and I am thrilled to have a community of people who are out there trying to better themselves to better the world. This month, I'm going to be reading Jen Sincero's You Are a Badass and Brene Brown, Gifts of Imperfection, and probably working some of that material into the podcasts. I'm pretty sure there's going to be at least five other books because I tend to listen to books while I drive around or work out, so I'm sure there will be more to come on that note as well. If you'd like to follow me on social media or if you'd like to read along and have conversations about the books, you can reach out to me on Instagram. My name is Trace M. Thompson. Otherwise, I will be back next week with something optimistic and salty. Bye.